Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Next time you're staring down a huge decision that could change your life forever, here's what you need to do. Do what I do. Take a nap. <laughs> Even if you're at work, take a nap. It's true. Just put your head down and snooze for a few. It doesn't take much, and your boss probably won't mind. According to a new study out of England, sleeping on it. Before you make a big decision, it really does work. You sleep on it before you hit send. On uh, an angry email or sure. sleep on it before you make a phone call and scream at somebody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> really? I know. Are you thinking about all those times you should have slept on it? Uh, you know, there are <laughs> one or two. See, I also like because they have this whole thing about don't go to bed angry. Sometimes right. I think you need to sleep on the sleep on it. Like just both of you shut it down, go to bed reconvene the next day yeah you got to take those on a case-by-case basis yeah researchers found that when people though took 90 minute nap sometimes it's all it takes let's not go to bed let's just take a 90 minute nap <laughs> then we'll wake up reconvene dinner, in the family room talk later. about it right. and then yeah but it actually helped their brains get organized and clear which helps you make a smarter less emotionally driven choice yeah makes perfect sense Meanwhile, there's nothing quite like being on a vacation with a world-class beach or a legendary city just outside your door and even just lying around in your hotel room watching TV. According to a new survey, the average American spends seven hours, this is what's crazy, seven hours, 42 minutes watching television during a one-week vacation or more than an hour a day. That's easy to do, though, if you're getting up in the morning and you're getting ready just to have the TV on in the background, you know, watching the Today Show or something, just kind of. Maybe you had breakfast brought to the room. Yeah. You're leisurely sipping your coffee while yeah. Maybe you're watching at whatever. all-inclusive resort and you're tired from a day of drinking all day, so you slide into bed around 7.30 and you're like, oh, Real Housewives are on. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a while. Okay, I'll watch six hours. <laughs> let's see what's on telemundo <laughs> or that i always like seeing what movies they have on the showtime in foreign countries as well because they're it's a it seems to be a lot racier than what we have here in the states sometimes they're soap operas yeah we also nap for five hours and 12 minutes on vacation that's it. and have six hours of romantic time that's it <laughs> <laughs> okay here we go <laughs> I'm about to whip out a Judge Judy quote here. Uh, don't pee on my leg and tell me that it's raining. Have you ever heard her say that? Don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. That's a good one. 
I've never heard her say that, but I can hear her saying that. That's a Judge Judaism. Uh Uh-huh. American Airlines, I just see her responding this way in this situation. American Airlines has been reworking their seats and... To jam more of them in there, right? Exactly right. Reducing the amount of space in between the rows from 31 inches. Keep in mind, they used to be 37, and now they've shrunk down to 31. Six inches across your butt is a lot. Oh, and now they're bringing them back down to 30. That way they can jam in a whole extra row, which sounds awful for the passengers since it really feels like there wasn't an inch of legroom to spare before. And I don't know if it's even so much legroom as it is elbow room. Like if I'm going to be bumping into somebody, I'd rather have my knee banging into their knee than being shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, you kind of feel like you're being wedged into a shoebox. Yeah, I mean, just the it's very claustrophobic feeling. Mm-hmm. I uh, I think I I see this yesterday or today this morning when I was reading the Congress is passing a law that is going to have a minimum requirement for. Minimum Aaron. butt requirement. Yeah. They're so, trying they're, they're to. Trying we'll to. see. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Let's hope they do, though, for this kind of stuff. The CEO of American Airlines says it's all in our head. He says he flew coach on one of those planes, and he said it's much more comfortable. Oh, it feels like a much better product. He's lying. <laughs> yeah. How much they pay him to don't say that? Don't pee on my leg and tell me that it's raining, That's mister. That's right. I always feel sorry for when you don't know the person next to you, though, and then all of a sudden you are totally in your each other's space. Yeah. Hmm. The New York Post just did a big run. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Right up on a, on a trendy new term Jen was talking about this morning on the Facebook Live video, if you missed it. Uh, this, is a, this is a new term lazy husbands should know about because it's in reference to them. It's called emotional labor. And it's all about taking the lead on things. You know, a lot of women, and I'm sure, you know, a lot of women listening can identify with this. A lot of women feel like a mom in the relationship where they're constantly put in the position where they have to ask their boyfriend or husband to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And it ends up stressing both parties in the relationship. But emotional labor, the term emotional labor isn't just about doing chores or being lazy. It also involves the mental load of things like tracking your kid's calendar. Which ain't easy. Knowing when the next doctor visit is. Mm -hmm. The kind of stuff that takes time, effort, and focus. You got to be on it. And women tend to shoulder more of that responsibility, especially when it comes to the kids, and more of the stress that comes with it. The time I just spend ordering his supplements and medications <laughs> is is insane. Just keeping track of how many pills are left in every single bottle and when I need to get more of each one. Because, of course, they never run out at the same time. Yeah. 
See, that's the, I, I, I agree with this because I do get very frustrated sometimes because I do feel like I'm raising Penelope and then also like raising Scott ish. <laughs> but, um, I like, I put, but I've realized that I put a lot of that burden on myself because I want things done a certain way. And it's not that I don't trust him to do it. It's just that I just, I want to do it. I, I mean, want that's it done the thing. my way. Like you, Jen, like you wouldn't trust someone else what do you mean you don't trust scott to do it what do you not trust scott to do not trust him but it's like if my kids got to go to the doctor and get a shot like i want to be there you don't think scott can handle that i know he can handle it but i want to do it it's a control it that piece is a control issue and wanting things done your way but we cause our own suffering in that yes it's like for sure if it's something that we want done then we just need to do it ourselves because you're just causing misery for everybody yes because you want him to do it so he doesn't want to get nagged about it. And well, then, like the supplements, I wouldn't trust anyone else to order Jacob's supplements except for you, because guess what? If they don't get the right one or mm-hmm. there are lots of different brands out mm-hmm. there or if they're not, you know, they run out. You you want to do that yourself. What I think it is more than anything is we want to be seen for all of the work that we do that isn't necessarily noticed. And we want to feel appreciated for it. I think if yeah. there was more of that happening, then we wouldn't feel like we have to nag so much or we wouldn't get so upset that we weren't getting the help. It's more a lot uh, like a, a scream for yes. attention in Hello, that. Hey, look at me. I need you, you to tell me how wonderful I am. What I'm doing here. <laughs> well, Tim and I, on behalf of all men that are listening right now, want uh-huh. to acknowledge you and all the work that you do for mm-hmm. your family. Yeah. Yes, and thank I would, you. would like thank to say guys. that there are plenty of men that are great true. at those things. Too. Absolutely true. We'll just Scott give a little awesome. shout out to them. Just look at daytime Thanks TV. You'll see it in the commercials in the Tide and Pamper commercials. <laughs> right. There are a lot of guys stepping right. up now. Well, there are more men staying at home, too, with the kids, which I think is awesome. It's true. I know. I That's the thing, though. It's like I know, number one, I am harder on Scott than I probably ever need to be, but it's just me projecting out on him. Like I'm, I'm that hard on myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm just taking it out on him. Sometimes it's helpful to make a list of everything that he does do, and then go, okay, well, you know what? I don't want to do any of that stuff. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> you like know, I don't want to mow. I don't want to yep. weed whack. Exactly. I don't want. Yeah, that's why. And then things that I don't want to take care of, I'm like, well, why can't you just do it? Like, please, come on, just do it. Just handle it, man. Yeah, like the cars. I don't like dealing with cars. Mm. Yeah, let's talk about the things that he's really good at handling. My Scott? Yeah, the stuff that you want nothing to do with that he takes Um, care of for you. Like, how long is the show? I mean, he just last night was doing math to figure out how to hang up the picture frames in the living room. I don't care. Just put them on the wall. Like taking care of the car, he had to drop off one of our vehicles to get service. I just like that he just handles it, and I don't have to know anything else about it. Grilling? I don't even know how to turn on our grill. No idea. Mm-hmm. But he handles it. What amazingly. if Scott said, honey, I could show you how to turn on the grill? You know, he has offered before, but I'd rather just him do it. Grilling's not something I feel comfortable with. I do love to cook, but grilling, I'm just like, I feel like I'm going to set everything on fire. It's fine. The automatic ignition button has been broke for two years. Just turn the gas on for a while, throw a match in there, keep the lid down. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what it is? Run with that. I feel intimidated by the grill because it has one of those automatic igniter buttons. And for some reason, I feel like I'm going to set my eyebrows on fire. So I just, yes. And then it's like, and I'm like, holy, 
Jeez, oh, Pete. I also love that he always has the house completely stocked with liquor and beer. Very important thing. Yeah. Priorities. <laughs> All right, let's uh, switch gears here for a minute and talk about skeletons. Do you have any skeletons in your closet that might prevent you from going into politics? You betcha. All of Probably. us. Probably. Yeah. All of us. The four of us for certain. Mm-hmm. Multitudes. And not that we're horrible people or did horrible things. They would just be things that if, you know, the, the press would have a field day with just because that's what the media does. The whole Judge Kavanaugh thing that's going on right now makes this a relevant question. So a poll asked over 4,000 people, and I was surprised that the number was as low as it is, but one, only one out of five people say that there is something in their past that could probably be used against them if they were suddenly in the public eye. They're not thinking about it long enough, going deep enough, or going back far enough. Especially in this you. day and age, yeah. Yeah, there's something you did when you were in college. There's so- there's something you did in your 20s. Tw- there's a drug you tried, or somebody you slept with. Or you or grabbed a girl's butt. Something you- there's something that you did. Right. That could cause you trouble. Or, and I mean, you may not even remember it. You may not even. I was getting ready to say the same thing. Any? You may not even remember going to New Orleans and getting all those beads, but mm-hmm. it happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I don't know. I. <laughs> when I think, you know, there are probably things in my past that absolutely could get me criticism, if nothing else. But, you know, th- I guess that's the question. Like, what do we want? out of our judges and out of our politics and out of our leaders. What do we want? Do we want somebody that simply just reflects what I think politically? Is that what we want? We want somebody that mirrors what I think politically, or do we want someone that sets a tone and sets an example and is someone that I, that I, that I, that I want to aspire to be. I don't know. Well, do we, do we expect perfection from, I don't think we expect perfection, but I think we want someone who is, well, do we question, I mean, where does character and morality play into it? And at what, at, and what, what. It depends of, on what they're preaching to me. Don't you know be what a I mean? hypocrite. Yeah. Is what you don't want to hear. Right. Yeah. Now, on the other, on the other side of the coin, uh, my friend Ellen posted something on Facebook that I thought was great. She was talking to her 16-year-old son about this whole Brett Kavanaugh thing. And she said, you know, politics aside, regardless of what you believe about Judge Kavanaugh, our kids need to understand that their actions will follow them, especially (laughs) these days when everything you do is recorded on social media. Very true. It's a lot of pressure. That is a lot of pressure on young people when they're trying to figure things out. When they're trying to you know, understand themselves and testing limits, test, yeah, experimenting, you know, all of that, figuring out who they want to be, right? But then again, maybe in twenty or thirty years from now, the next generation, it won't matter. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's hard and, to and it's hard talking, to see in the future. And, 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 you know, what not, what are the things that will matter to voters on the morality front? Then, then. Because it's very different than 
when we were in high school. Yeah. I mean, very different than 20 years ago. I mean, today, if Bill, if the whole Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton thing would have happened today. Right. As opposed to 20 years ago. Would the outcome of that situation been different in 2018 than it was then? I feel like it would. Because sure. there was solid, undeniable proof. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, there was DNA. Yeah. <laughs> with Monica Lewinsky. Oh, yeah. And right. would, would, I mean, and then, was there a And then with protesting? that evidence, what would we have done about it? Yeah. Right. I mean, it's really And it just boils down to the question, like, what do you want out of your politicians and leaders? Mm-hmm. You know, do you want... You want someone that is squeaky clean and perfect. Yeah. I don't know. I want one with life experience, not just being a politician. Yeah. Well, and I want them to own up to take responsibility. Yes. That like Jen started out this conversation with that statement. And I, I feel like personally, I have done a lot of things in my past that I would be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did those things, but I did those things and I learned from them and we move on and I accept a responsibility for everything that comes along with those decisions and I I'm have made. And I'm really sorry yep. if I hurt anybody exactly. along the way because yes. that was never my intention. Ever. Yeah, and if you don't think I'm never worthy of intention. holding this office, then then you make that decision in the yeah. voting booth, but... but and I, I triple dog dairy to find somebody yeah. and squeaky cleaning. <laughs> well, you're well, you might. You know, you might. You know, there might be might. somebody who you feel is a better moral example to lead this country or lead this city or whatever the position is. But that's what we have to ask ourselves is do we just simply want somebody who reflects our political beliefs or do we want somebody who reflects our political beliefs and is actually of good moral character and an upstanding guy and somebody that we can trust and who isn't going to lie and is going to uphold the Constitution. Right. And that's where I get tripped up a little bit, too, because it's like, okay, some of these things that they did in their past shows me that they are quite capable of lying in very, very big ways. Yeah. Right. You know, in big and bold ways. So you need to be able to believe that that person is authentic in their responsibility, no matter what it is. Own your stuff. Say if you did it, say you did it. Say what you learned from it. Apologies. Apologize if you need to. and And have that be your truth. Yep. Well, anyway, I will tell you that 64% of Americans claim that they have zero skeletons in their closet. Oh, zero. Full of it. 64% of full Americans. Of it. <laughs> you know what? I will say that I got skeletons in my closet. I do. Oh, I do too. I just don't know that there's enough evidence or proof that it would matter. Oh, it would and that's out. the thing. That's the other thing, too. And, and one thing yes. that. Concern. I know we There's got a lot of video sound. from the Jeff and Jen YouTube page <laughs> from about true. 10 years ago. I have that a is so of true. Jeff passed out at the table at the Villa Hill Civic Club. What? During that dinner. <laughs> I'm not passed out. I was taking a nap. You've been passed out. <laughs> I'm saying a story you that you we can make up surrounding that. I even that. have that photographic evidence, but that's the kind of stuff that comes out when you start running for office. I was taking a nap, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning. Show podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.